Welcome to Chatterbox Hub, a podcast specially created for the love of audio and not only, as you are yet to find out. I'm Julia Stancheva, a voice actor, presenter and producer. Since we recorded our first episode, the world around us has changed significantly. In these truly unprecedented times, lives are changing beyond recognition. We witness a dramatic restructuring of the economic and social order in which business and society have traditionally operated. In the face of these challenges, resilience is a vital necessity. As businesses are adapting and finding new ways to ensure that they can survive and continue to thrive in the face of adversity, we have decided to put together a special bonus episode focused on how to navigate through the fog of uncertainty and how to position yourself once the crisis has passed. Whether you are a business owner or a freelancer or someone who is simply looking for inspiration and positivity, stay tuned as there will be loads to take from this episode. Chatterbox's managing director, Camilla Laxton, has interviewed virtually some fantastic business owners who will share their own experience and invaluable advice with you. But that's enough from me. Let Camilla introduce her guests to you. Chatterbox Hub. Welcome to this bonus episode for the Chatterbox Hub. As we are now well underway with our self-isolation experience, several weeks in, in fact, it is uh, dawning on me and probably everyone else that this is going to be our lifestyle for the foreseeable future, whether we'd like it or not. As we are continuing our journey into this uncharted terrain, vividly illustrated by images of empty supermarket shelves, the lack of tactile human interactions such as hanging out with friends, but also much welcome quiet for anyone living under London's flight paths, I thought I'd invite some friends who can help us navigate and put a more positive spin on our daily grind. Andy Sharma is an experienced business coach focusing on supporting small and medium-sized businesses. And Mike Neary is the managing director of MET, a company that facilitates health and safety training of the highest degree. Andy and Mike, welcome. These are extraordinary and unprecedented times. We are all feeling under pressure. And as this is a completely new global as well as individual scenario, there is no guidebook we can read and learn from. This is not a sprint, but a marathon. What are typically the main challenges out there for us all in your experience, Andy? I, th I think uh, when this whole crisis started, um, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fear. But over a period of time, last few weeks, we have seen things settling down uh, as far as the emotional side of the things are concerned, even though the crisis is still going strong. There's a bit of stability, if I may call that, uh, in the market. However, the fear which is there uh, from the virus, from the health aspect, is now more focused towards the economic side of things. So especially from the business's perspective, uh, the challenges to uh, get how to survive these crises and uh, be able to come out on top when the crisis is over. A lot depends on how you react to this whole situation. You may or may not be able to control the situation. It's what you can do about it. That is what the key is. And Mike, what's your observation? Um, I, I fully concur with what Andy, Andy said. And I'd, I'd just like to say a thanks, Andy. You know, I, I spent some time with Andy and yourself a couple of Fridays ago, you know, spending a whole six hours looking at where do we go with this. And the, the information was invaluable. From what I've seen and people I've spoken to, you know, and on the onset, people were, were completely catastrophic. And I can understand that looking at my own business, 
you know, one minute I've got a very full order book from now till December, uh, and then three weeks ago it was nothing. So it was a case of, well, how do we rebalance this? And, you know, it's not just me that I've got to think about as in managing excellence through training. It's the it's the six associate trainers that we have, you know, they, they obviously rely on the, the work that we find for them as well. And these guys are very loyal. So it's had to be a situation where realistically it's about speaking to the team and trying to calm the team as well as well as my business director, who happens to be my wife, and obviously, you know, it's our business, we worked with this for 14 years. What I'm seeing now, social media-wise, more so on LinkedIn, people are looking a bit more positive, and, you know, we've got to be ready, and we've got to be talking about the upswing and thinking, well, what's going to happen come June, July, August, when, or whenever we eventually get out of this? The business is still going to be there, and we've just got to be prepared for it, and we've got to think in, in, a, in a different a different kind of strategy realistically so yeah that's that's kind of my my take on it now with with the the situation having changed completely almost overnight what can you do within your capacity to support people out there andy my focus has been uh, in terms of getting people to look beyond what the current situation is what what i've been doing recently um, i've been running a lot of free webinars to educate people to uh, get people to uh, focus on what is the next step and plan for the next 90 days you need to look at what is it that you can do today to survive so that you can thrive tomorrow i've been gifting five coaching sessions every week to the community to anybody who needs help have an independent view perspective and look at some strategic planning in their business apart from that i've also launched online coaching sessions which which basically is like a group coaching program and I'm taking people through various aspects of the business in terms of sales, marketing, management, also the systems, financial. So it's more in terms of a mix of education as well as coaching. So uh, people can use these skills and use these strategies to scale up when this whole crisis is over. Uh, apart from that, I do offer one-to-one coaching to people. And um, the coaching is all about uh, giving clarity it's a focus on what to do, which is the strategy, but at the same time, how to do it, how to execute it. And that is more to do with mindset and obviously the people skills. So that is what I've been doing to, lately to support the businesses and people around the community. And Mike, how about you? Your, your um, business is very much a hands-on business normally, isn't it? And how, what, have you, what sort of measures have you had to put in place now and how can you help support um our audience out there yeah um yeah we're, we're definitely customer facing you know we're dealing with a lot of health and safety um high level first aid training we we run the contract for broadmoor hospital in west london um nhs um and we we've really had to turn things upside down and think well you know it's great when you're in the room you can show a lot of presence um and, and you can really get people to to think and buy in so We've had to adapt completely. Fortunately, we've adapted fairly quickly and we're actually delivering our first online session for West London NHS tomorrow morning because it's mandatory training. There's going to be very practical stuff that obviously we can't do. So, for instance, tomorrow we're teaching movement and handling of patients. So we're looking at the theoretical side of it. Uh, We're using a lot of video on that, but it, it still means that... You know, the, the customer the, themselves, uh, once we get through the pandemic, will actually spend some time doing the practical focus, but it enables them to actually go on and do the job and work on the front line. 
uh, very similar stuff. We, we've stayed in we've stayed in touch with you know with with all of our all of our clients, and we're, we've devised various training platforms from manual handling to risk assessment. Uh, again, fire training to people moving and handling. You've got to put a, a, a new spin on it and kind of reflect on the situation the here and now, but also get focused to to move to the future. And I think you've also got to give your clients a, a lot of confidence to say, "Hey, look, we're here." We're going to get through this. And what we need to be doing now is planning for, for, for that uplift. And Mike, you have a um, military background as well. Do you find that you can draw on that in, in this situation? Yeah, realistically, without a doubt. So self-isolation for me is, well, I'm, I'm not saying it's easy, but um, I've been in situations where, you know, you, you may be in the Falkland Islands uh, after, the, after the conflict in 82, where I was working on a surface air missile system and you're there with seven other guys and you're very remote and you, you know, you're in that situation for four months. Um, you, you're living you know, basically on top of each other. So it, I think a lot of it comes down to, down to self-discipline. We need to look at the, the mental health side of things and you know, our own personal well-being. I think at this present moment in time, directors of businesses need to, to actually just sit back and, and take a few minutes and ask themselves, you know, how are you coping? I, I've contacted friends, a friend of mine, she's a doctor. You know, she, she's now not running her own GP surgery, so to speak. She's, she's volunteering frontline. And everyone saying, oh, you know, blah, 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 you're doing a great job. But one of the, one of the key things was to say to her, how are you getting on with it? How do you really feel? Because I think I think it's about engaging with it with, with individuals as well and not just looking at the business front because, you know, our well-being is really important. And what would you say, Andy, what sort of initiative is needed by the individuals themselves in order to help themselves in the situation, if you see what I'm saying? It's really, really important at this stage to take care of yourself, especially the mental health side of things, but also looking at your physical well-being, psychological well-being, keeping yourself hydrated, doing something like meditation. It's about changing your default calendar and making use of this opportunity disconnect yourself a little bit with all the negativity and taking care of yourself at the same time look at your uh, financial side of things so i'm very big uh, fan of having your own personal cash flow as well as the business cash flow so if you even if you're not in business look at your personal cash flow and see how you are going to be managing if your earnings are being compromised look at your regular expenses and look at where your money is going to come from so once you have that clarity that'll ease a lot of pressure if if you're in business the focus also needs to be looking at taking care of your clients and suppliers so there needs to be a shift in your market there needs to be a change in your sales the way you approach compassion needs to be there you need to be able to connect with your target market this is a great time to invest in training your people because once this whole thing is over you will need that skill set to scale the business up and make sure you have a plan. Maybe you look at a couple of scenarios, best case scenarios or worst case scenario and have a plan, be prepared. Like I said earlier, you may or may not be able to control the situation, but you can always control how you react to it. And that would decide what you get out of it, at the, I mean, where you are at the end of this whole exercise. So having that right focus is the key here. So uh, you need to be focused on yourself, the people around you, your business or where you are headed. Mike, I would be interested in, uh, in hearing a bit more about your courses. I know I said to you I would be interested in jumping on um, a course for parents um, on how to, you know, first 
how to learn about first aid. Um, and as we know, most accidents happen in the home. So this could be a very accident prone time. Tell us a bit about your courses, Mike. Um, and, and you're right, yeah, a lot of accidents do happen in the home. And the thing is, you know, when you're actually in your, in the home as well, you, you're dealing with loved ones. It's not like you're dealing with a work colleague or something, somebody else like that. And I, I've had a personal experience where I resuscitated my father and all on a Sunday morning uh, and he didn't survive. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very traumatic. Um, and, you know, you, you don't have things around you like you do when you're in A&E. You don't have a crash team or anything like that. So it's, it's how do we deal with that? But we offer very simple, straightforward, straightforward courses. Again, stuff that we're planning to do online. Uh, and, and, you know, we're working with parents, um, and, and parents in particular, who are the, the baby is about to be born. Because I know through personal experience, it was a case of you're waiting for nine months for that, you know, that, that new arrival. And then when it does arrive, it's like, oh, right, now what do I do? So, yeah, we, we run very straightforward courses. We can do some of the stuff uh, via video. I'd always recommend if you're going to do a first aid course, though, that it's it's not a complete online thing. You know, you, you really need to do the, the, the practical elements. But for the time being, then, yeah, we, we're off, offering short three-hour courses uh, where we can break the course down into one-hour, you know, one-hour chunks. And then we find that people tend to take that on board a little bit more. And um, are there any positives with this situation? Is there anything that we can take away from this one once we're at the other end? Positives for me, I've really had to look at how my business operates. I'm kind of a positive person anyhow. Think about exactly where you're going to be in three, if not six months time. And, and this has offered me an opportunity to think, well, um, Andy, will, well, I'm quite sure will back me up on this because Andy said to me, I need to be working more on the business than in the business. So this has given me the opportunity where I don't have to drive 50 miles to, you know, or 100 miles to, to actually get to a client. I can actually deliver the training from my own office and then spend the, the other half day literally working on what I need to be working. So that's a positive from me. The positives that I can see, first of all, is the support from the government. What I have also uh, seen... Uh, a lot is people are uh, supporting people and just recently when uh, NHS asked for volunteers you know you saw how many people responded to that uh, and I've seen that uh, people and especially with the, the clients that I work with and you know Camilla and Mike what a tight group that we have and we've been helping each other supporting each other sharing information with each other so uh, that's a big positive for me more than anything else where you know we're building a community of uh, like-minded people business owners who are stepping in helping each other there are a lot of new opportunities in the market business owners people who have cash that you will be able to get some new customers because some of the business may not survive this so their customers will be looking for uh, new suppliers so uh, businesses would be able to access new customers, new employees. Some of the people will get laid off uh, during these uh, crises. So you will have access to, you know, uh, get some great people on board. Uh, but the other positives, which I can think of, business models are changing. So, uh, for example, one of the clients that I work with, they have changed their business model to adapt taxi companies and they changed their business model to, uh, instead of ferrying people, now they are um, uh, picking up uh, supplies and delivering to vulnerable people so that's the business model change another you know example is uh, an automotive company that i work with they are more into uh, deliveries and collections and calming the fears of people and their business is doing reasonably well uh, even in these times of crisis 
So also, what I've also seen is people are not taking things for granted anymore. A crisis would test your culture. One more positive that Mike mentioned was about the virtual things. So things are moving virtual, like uh, you know, most of my coaching has moved to uh, now virtual uh, Zoom sessions or uh, Microsoft Teams sessions. So, and that may be the new norm, virtual. Uh, so if you do survive this whole uh, crisis, there are opportunities waiting at the other end. But be open, be open to the opportunities, be open to change, be open to adapt to the new business environment. Very good. So, um, Andy, if anyone wanted to take advantage of one of your free coaching sessions, what's the best way of them contacting you? So you can find me, Andy Sharma Action Coach on LinkedIn. And just drop me a message um, you know, if you want to book into one of those uh, coaching sessions, which I'm gifting. Or you can drop me an email, andishamataction.actioncoach.com. So happy to help. That's great. And Mike, how can we best contact you if we want to jump on the training course? Yeah, um, you can contact me via the, the, the website, www.managingexcellencethroughtraining.co.uk or email through info uh, info mike at me double t then the word training.co.uk and i'm also on linkedin great well thanks so much for your time this morning both of you it's been a real inspiration to have a chat no thank you camilla thanks camilla it was really good speaking with you yeah i really appreciate it. and and to you andy as well as always always in, always insightful cheers mate yeah we're, we're learning from each other's positivity here oh i think we are without without a doubt yeah, you know the world could be real doom and gloom at the moment, and and I'm not thinking that I'm, I'm we're actually looking at recruiting another trainer, ready for the upswing. That's fantastic. You know, for, for when it comes in, yeah, I'm on it. I, I could, that's that's the way. You know, we we really are looking at it, and we're thinking, well, you know, there is there's got to be some good comes out of this. That's brilliant. But yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. I have now got Nia Hill with me here, um, obviously remotely as well. She is an actress, a voice artist and a filmmaker who also teaches yoga for adults and children. Welcome, Nia. Hi. Hi, Camilla. What are typically the main challenges out there for us all in your experience? I think one of the main challenges, especially at first um, when things started to escalate and we all went into lockdown was kind of an, an almost abrupt and immediate sort of lack of control of, of our lives, which was obviously uh, very destabilizing because um, obviously we all like to feel in control and that we are moving our lives in a direction that we, we want them to. So, but there's, there are plenty of things that we can do. There's sort of like quite a lot of practical measures that we can take, which can, can help shape that. And um, if anything, we can realize that what we can control with there are lots of things we still have control over and namely one of them is, is is how we react to this situation so your background is from yoga and from filmmaking from acting how do you feel that you can reach out and support right okay well as, as a yoga teacher um i've i've brought my classes online 
sort of a regular yoga practice, a regular meditation practice is um, is incredibly grounding in, in sort of um, difficult, challenging times that we all experience, um, you know, can experience, but particularly now. So I brought my classes online, which is really, obviously was like really um, interesting at first, but so many yoga teachers are doing it, as, as I'm sure you've all heard of. Um, but it's lovely. It's kind of really lovely to sort of stay in touch with people that way. And, um, you know, I, my, the kids that I teach at my daughter's primary school, it's really lovely to see their faces. And it's just nice to know that you are kind of helping people continue something that they were doing before and also something that is obviously very good for you, you know, and it's, it's really relaxing and, and strengthening and, and something really positive there. Yeah, definitely. Something I've been thinking about um, in terms of, you know, if you pop our acting hats on, um, is yeah. that obviously in order to to be a good actor, you need um, to have empathy. And I've been thinking a lot about yeah. it um, over the last couple of days that actually the ability to empathize with how people are feeling is a, is a really good yeah. thing to have. Um, whether it is your neighbors, you know, your own family, um, on that kind of level, but also when it comes to business, you know, being able to put yourself in other people's shoes and trying to see where yeah. their pain is and, and how you can help them uh, and how we can help each yeah. other. So it's, it's a community. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a very remarkable situation because, because we all are in the same situation. So we're all, we're all sharing the same emotions and the same reactions, um, so in a way that kind of, you know, that um, that brings out like a collective kind of compassion for each other and, and, and for ourselves as well. So we can definitely help by, you know, keeping those connections going and and um, sharing how we're feeling and listening and really listening to others as well. And empathy, yeah, as you say, empathizing, you know, and I think by sharing how you're feeling can often help people own their own reactions and own their own feelings as well um, and acknowledge them. So I think sharing is, is absolutely, definitely really good. Yeah. What do you think, what sort of initiatives do you think people need to take in order to help themselves in, in times like these? Yeah, I mean, there are so many, so many things offered online already, aren't there, which I think is just incredible. I mean, people are so resourceful and that's, that's something that we've, we've all, um, come to understand in this situation there are so many things offered and so many people out there trying to reach out to everybody and trying to help you know now we have so much time on our hands that we can use this time so productively decluttering things like that you know decluttering your home that you you know you just don't get time to do these things normally and that is it makes you feel good doesn't it it makes you feel really good when you kind of clear your space it it gives you kind of a mental and emotional space as well once you've done that I think for me a physical kind of practice is really really important and to get into that routine of doing that at least once a day obviously we're still allowed to go out so and the weather's beautiful so I think obviously taking advantage of this opportunity to kind of go out at least once a day stretch your legs go for a walk obviously keeping our distance from everybody and cycling I mean if you've got a bike cycling is fantastic as well of course and the, the roads are a lot safer at the moment yeah physical practice I think is essential but also taking care of yourself mentally as well 
from a, from a yoga, yoga teaching perspective, what are the challenges? Uh, what challenges did you have to overcome when you all of a sudden had to start teaching online? Well, it's a technical side of things, but I'm I'm quite fortunate that my partner is an IT consultant, so he kind of helped me um, set that up and um, you know get the get the camera in the right spot and get the audio working well. Um, so yeah, the technical side of it was challenging, and there were a few hiccups, and then yeah, just that sort of side of it really. And I sort of set, you know was sending this Outlook invitation out to people, and people were getting like nine invitations every time I sent it out, which was really annoying for them, you know. So not exactly, <laughs> not exactly, you know, encouraging them to come and join my yoga class. Which so yeah, there's yeah. that side of it. Um, you know, on the one side, it's kind of from my kids' class. It's been quite, um, it's been quite a positive for me because I don't get all the interruptions that I normally get. <laughs> because you know, when you're teaching children anything, it doesn't matter if it's yoga or not. You know, obviously they are going to not, you know, follow your instructions sometimes and yeah. do their own thing. And it's all about you know getting getting them back on, you know, into focus. So I don't get any interruptions, so I can just get on with the class, which is really lovely. And then we have a little chat and a sharing at the end. Yeah, which is nice. I think the challenge though with an adult yoga class is I can't go out. I can't, you know, I'm teaching it, and then I do look up to the screen and I look at the individuals and I say, you know, I offer encouragement or I offer a little adjustment, a verbal cue. But obviously, in a you know, in a real yoga class, you are going around adjusting people, um, and obviously, you know, you're much more in tune with the energy of the class as well, so you can improvise and uh, you know you know shape your class being being there physically a lot differently yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but do you find has there been a dropout at all with the kids or are they still quite committed now that it's online oh no there's definitely a dropout yeah. because there's so many things offered to them mm. um you know there's so many things that parents quite rightly and brilliantly you know are trying to get their children engaged with and plus now <laughs> they've also had loads of homework to do as yeah. well or schoolwork should I say so that hasn't that hasn't gone by the wayside there's definitely been a dropout but you know as long as some of them keep it going and we can always pick up when things revert back to normal yeah it'd be interesting to see what back to normal is going to mean when we get there really because I, I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few changes Absolutely. You know, we don't know, you know, we don't know what kind of normal we're going back to. Not if anything was particularly normal anyway, but yeah, it's definitely going to be different, yeah. isn't it? So, do you, do you find that there are experiences from the past that you can draw on now to, to keep positive and find a strength during these uncertain times? I mean, for me, I guess I do have a spiritual practice. Uh, I definitely do kind of draw on that. Meditation is kind of a saviour. Um, for me, definitely at the moment, I, I did a 21 days of abundance practice with Deepak Chopra in March, which was led by a wonderful um, yoga teacher, Felix Price, um, who has um, yoga classes down in Norwood. And I, I, I just I, I really got so much out of that. I was traveling to America at the time to um, take our, our film to a short, you know, to a, a film festival there. Grimsby Girl, our film Grimsby Girl. And uh, yeah, and then everything was developing outside in the world and, and this meditation practice kind of helped keep me grounded and focused and yeah, positive. And so much so that when I came back and things had got, you know, got worse and the 
practice came to an end the 21 days had come to an end I thought well I definitely want to do it again you know because going off traveling I've done a lot of traveling in my life where I've gone off on my own Mm. and having to you know have that kind of a resilience I guess that's that's you know knowing that I I have that and I know that know that I can do that that gives me strength to kind of be um to be adaptable I suppose from your own experience what sort of advice would you give to other people out there to support them in being proactive perhaps not so um, glamorous ones of decluttering your house and things like that and sort of tidying Mm. and making things look nice and gardening or gardening is actually lovely because it's very relaxing and you know and but there's also kind of the more creative things that we could maybe think about doing that we always um, use the excuse of not having enough time to do usually so you know writing is just you know obviously one that obviously springs to mind like for example I'm definitely got no excuse now with I'm writing my next film my next film script creating stuff you know there's also virtual music museum tours that you can do I know Andrew Lloyd Webber has been is putting his um He's putting his musicals online, isn't he? Every I think it's every Friday at 7pm. He's putting all his oh. sort of um, big musicals online on YouTube for free. So a lot of artists are putting stuff online. But, you know, actually doing something creative yourself. And now we do have time to do that now, don't we? What would you say are the positives, if any, that we can take away from the current situation? Yeah. Um, I think we're always having to be mindful of... Um, what is happening out there and as we mentioned earlier kind of like just try I think trying to do the best that we can in this situation when at some point in the future if we get an opportunity to look back you know will we feel good about how we behaved throughout it and how we reacted and what we did and you know did we did we try and sort of help those around us and you know Obviously, we have to look take care of ourselves, which is really, really important. But yeah, it's trying to sort of help yeah. others in this situation as well. So I think that's quite important. But I think the positives are the amount of time we have really to kind of re- reassess a lot of things and and find out where our focus is and what our, where our focus could be and where we want it to be. So if anyone wanted to join you or their children would like to join you for some yoga, how can they get in touch with you? Okay, lovely. Um, so I'm on Facebook at um, Nia Hill. That's N for November, I-Y-A Hill. I'm on Instagram as Nia Hill Actor. And I'm on Twitter at Nia Hill. Um, so they could just always um, contact me there, follow me there, and also send me a DM. And um, I will, yeah, I will, I'll give them the Zoom details. I teach the children's classes Monday and Friday mornings at 10 o'clock. And the adult classes, which is like a vinyasa flow class, um, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays at 11 o'clock. 40-minute classes. So not too long. Quite a nice nice length. That's great. And I guess now that everyone, well, most of us have more time to spare during these times, it's also a good time to watch films. So where can we go and watch your film, Grimsby Girl? Ah, well, it's not in the public domain yet um, because it's still doing the film festival circuit, but they could certainly check out the trailer, which will um, hopefully entice them to to watch out for it in the future. The, the trailer is to be found on the Grimsby Girl Film Facebook page, also on the Twitter. Yeah, it's on social media as Grimsby Girl Film, and they can see the trailer there, definitely. Well, thanks so much for your time, Nia. It's been really interesting talking to you. Thank you, Camilla. 
I'm really looking forward to seeing you again. Hopefully it won't be too long. Yeah, I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take care and stay safe. Thank you. You too. So let's wrap it up. We can't control the current situation, but we can control our response to it. And how we respond is the key to how we are going to get out of it. So be focused on yourself, on the people around you, on your business and the direction you want to take on further. Keep in touch with friends and family. Help people as much as you can. Look after yourself and your loved ones. Do things that you enjoy and don't forget to find time to relax. We will be back with more inspiring guests in our soon-to-be-released episodes. In the meantime, in our next episode, I will continue my chat with the Chatterbox agents Camilla Laxton, Joanna Shioka and Luciano Cipolla, who will elaborate on how agents build and nurture their relationship with clients. Stay tuned to find out more.